Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm Chris Carter. He's Dale Lolly. Welcome to another weekend of Steelers football. Dale, how you doing this week, my man? I guess I'm doing better than Steeler fans who are apparently ready to uh, <laughs> jump off the, the, I don't know, what's the tallest building in Pittsburgh? I don't even know. The Steel Building, which is now the UPMC Building. One of those things. Yeah, it'd probably <laughs> be more dramatic if they jumped off the uh, uh, the Cathedral of Learning. <laughs> that, that would work. That would be great. But I mean, it, it is nothing else around that. So you'd see the bodies coming out. You know, oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the thing is, is that I guess where we're going with the Steelers podcast, by the way, you could download this podcast anywhere on Apple, Spotify, Google podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted, just like you can download all the DK Pittsburgh sports.com podcasts. But Dale, this is the struggle bus, you know, and this is kind of living up to the fears that Steelers fans had the, uh, the doom and gloom that was put on this team by, you know, ESPN and a lot of Nash people like the Mike Tannenbaums and the Mina Kimes of the world. You know, they all oh, see they're not that good. They're not going to compete this year. They have a rough schedule. They're already losing to teams that you didn't even think they'd lose to. But, you know, one thing that's been talked about from TJ Watt to Mike Tomlin to Mika Fitzpatrick, there's no panic button being, being hit right now. There's no panic mode that they're in. They're trying to stick to what they're doing. And, you know, in my, in my, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, what, what do you mean? Like, you've got to change things up, right? This is just the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again expecting something different but dale can you explain to, to to our listeners what they mean by that and why it's it may you know what they you know, where the logic is in what they're talking about yeah the steelers don't make knee-jerk reactions right. never have never will um that's just not the way that they that they operate it's not what they believe in um they'll take a very analytical and calculated approach to everything that they do they just do they always have um, you know, reactions by fans aren't going to, you know, force them to make a move. Unlike some things that you see in other cities, I, you know, our Tom Reed wrote a piece on, on, uh, uh, aging quarterbacks and mentioned that, you know, the, the, the giants a couple of years ago made the move to pull Eli Manning out of the lineup, mm-hmm. uh, because that's what the, you know, the coach wanted to do. And then after fans reacted so harshly to it, the owner went to the coach and said, no, we got to put him back in. The Steelers are never going to do a thing like that. That's why it's, it's ridiculous when fans get on members of the media. Yeah. Why aren't you calling for this? Or why aren't you calling for it? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can remember writing um, in 19 or maybe early 2000 
uh, you know, they started slowly that season. And I, and I wrote, maybe it was time that, uh, you know, Bill Cower uh, might need to go. Mm. Did they fire Bill Cower? <laughs> I don't believe so. No. Um, you know, they, they, what I write or what you write or what anybody else says or anything like that, it's not going to matter one iota. The only thing that matters in is are, are the people in that building. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's just the way that the Steelers uh, operate. They're not going to react. They're not going to, you know, uh, draft uh, what was Johnny Manziel as the, as the Browns did one year because, uh, you know, some homeless guy told the owner that that's what they needed to do. Uh, it's just not going to happen like that. that. That's the thing here is that, this is also what's made the Steelers. And I understand there's a lot of people that are like, oh, there's time to change. You know, you can't just be the old same Steelers way. But This isn't the Brady Bunch. Right. You don't even know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. I, I was just going to just let you they go. They had a reference. time to change song. On the oh, Brady. okay. I was going to say, I've never watched the Brady, Brady when, Bunch. I know what the show was as a family. Peter, Peter was going through, you know, puberty and his voice changed. Who's Peter? I don't so know. Used, <laughs> Why are you making old references, man? I know they go right over your head. Yeah, yeah. Because I there's certain, there's certain old stuff you, you you'd be surprised about. You and you and Prezuda, there you made some movie references, and you and I you'd be like I'd make a one back, and you'd be like, wait, you saw that movie? Like you guys are surprised that I knew like every line from like Major League once, and I was like, come on, that's an easy one. Well, Major um, League's Major League's not as old as the Brady Bunch. No, no, not nearly as. Old. <laughs> um, uh, but neither is as old as you, Dale. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but but back to the Steelers here, the. The entire idea of this is that the Steelers have, have won for so long and maintained you know, their organizational integrity for so long because they've stuck to their guns, because they've had a way of doing things. They're, they're, they're systemic. They don't just go in and, you know, like you said, knee-jerk reactions. Like if something happens, they, they move heaven and earth to do that unless – there's a in their system there's something that's like hey we've prepared for this contingency to happen like Mika Fitzpatrick becoming available for for a, for a reasonable trade that you can make that move but if you go and do like the New York football giants and in benching Eli Manning in the middle of that season or getting rid of Tom Coughlin you know just because he had a couple down years you know in a in a, in a cycle where he would do a couple down years and then for a couple of years he'd be up there and win you a Super Bowl or two you know, I think that's what that's a big part of what has made the Steelers the Steelers over such a long period of time is that you don't see them make these knee jerk reactions. Heck, that's what the Browns did for 20 years. It was why they went through. That's why they went through a different coach every couple of years. Exactly. You know, it just it's it's not a good it doesn't work in the NFL. You may have a period of success or a year of success, but to have the prolonged success to uh, you know, to to consistently be a comp- uh, you know in co- in competition uh, to win, you can't do those kind of things. You know, the Bengals got rid of Marvin Lewis because, well, you know, he hadn't won a playoff game and da 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 da. And you know, their record since then, um, you know, it, it's not good. They mm-hmm. just won their second game, their second road game when they beat the Steelers two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was their second road win in the in the third year of their new head coach. Uh, you know, it just doesn't work. Um, you know, so you have to, you have to have a plan. You have to stick with the plan. Sometimes the plan isn't going to go, uh, exactly the way that you thought, but that doesn't mean you automatically change the plan. Sometimes things take a little time, Mm -hmm. you know, two years ago, the Steelers started one and four. Did they blow things up? 
No. People were saying, oh, the Steelers are going to have a top five pick. Why did they trade it for Minka Fitzpatrick? The Dolphins are going to have two high draft picks here, two, two picks in the top five. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, they're going to be able to get two of and, and somebody else. Well, they got two of, but they got them picking fifth, and it wasn't with the Steelers pick. Right. Um, you know, so they have a plan. They're going to stick with the plan. Things change dramatically and quickly in the NFL. Um, you know, the Seattle Seahawks, when, when the schedule came out, Early in, earlier this year, everybody looked at that schedule and said, wow, the Steelers got to play the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. How's that looking now? Geno Smith. Yeah, it's going to be Geno Smith. Everybody who is lamenting that game, well, yeah, the but the Browns, they get to play the Cardinals. How's that looking now? Right. That's going to be so, – that, 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 the Cardinals are the last undefeated team in the NFL. Who had that happen? Yeah, it's the NFL. Things change quickly. Things change – there are three or three to four shifts every year mm-hmm. in over the course of a season. Mm-hmm. Rookies start to get it. Things come together. You get guys back from injuries. You lose guys to injuries. You know, that's why Bill Cowher used to say, look, it's a marathon, not a race, you know, not a sprint. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It was an old Marty Schottenheimer uh, saying, you know, you, you have to be you know, slow and steady wins the race. Uh, you could you see lots of teams start quickly. The Raiders, the Raiders start quickly every single year. They were, they were, uh, I believe, six and two last year, mm-hmm. and finished with I think seven or eight wins. So things change quickly in the NFL. You can't panic. You can't lose your mind because of a slow start. Just like you can't lose your mind, you know, when they were eleven and zero last year. Right. It's 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 all the same. That that's where I'm at too. Is that. People just like how you know how you warn people about being you know too knee jerk reaction to you know win streaks last year. It's the same thing about losing streaks this year. You know you gotta take you, you gotta be kind of prepared. And this is what the Steelers have done for so long. When they've played, you know they've kind of when you're winning a lot, you stick to the kind of the guns. You know regardless of you know what's gotten you the wins or say you have a formula that you win. Now there'll be play calls and like things that you know on the field that obviously change. And, you know, and, and th- those things will stay the, stay the same. But when you're talking about organizational integrity, when you're talking about how you sign players, what, what players you sign, you know, the, 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 the players that you keep, you know, that, that doesn't go away. That doesn't disappear. And to me, those are some of the biggest building blocks to why the Steelers have been the Steelers for so long. And again, why I don't have them, I don't necessarily count them out already to say, you know what, they're just not going to be in it for the for the rest of the year because I'm a, certainly not, I'm not counting them out right now. If you look at their schedule, yep. uh, over the next month and a half, they leave the state of Pennsylvania once, and that's, that's for wild. a trip to Cleveland. Four of their next five games are at home, and they also have a bye week in there. Three of those, uh, you know, they're they're playing the Bears and, and Lions in two of those games. Mm-hmm. Win this game on Sunday against the Broncos. Win next week against Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. You're at three and three. Yep, and you get a bye, and then you get a bye, and then you play, and then you have to play the Browns. Okay, well Baker Mayfield's dealing with a with a uh, um, uh, a labrum tear, and it's in his left shoulder, mm-hmm. but he still has a labrum tear that still hurts every time that somebody hits him on it. He's not played well, mm-hmm. um, you know. So anything's possible. You know, you can get your act together. Things can happen. You know, I, I'll harken back to, to something, you know, I, 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 as you know, Chris, coach baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there were a couple of years, two or three of the years that I coached baseball in the first half of the season. My team started out slowly mm-hmm. because I was building the foundation of what we were going to be. 
Right. I didn't care about wins and losses. First of all, everybody made the playoffs. Secondly, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to build that foundation. Uh, one year we were two and seven. We're in last place playing the first place team in the league. They were, they were seven and two. And those guys were out there uh, while we were warming up and they're yucking it up and they're laughing at my guys. Oh, those teams too. Is like, we got this game. This is going to be an easy game. Mm-hmm. And so I watched, pulled my team and I said, guess what guys, here's what we're going to do. I said, you heard them laughing over there while we were warm, doing warmups. Here's what we're going to do. I bunted the first seven guys who came up <laughs> and they didn't get a single out on any of them. Uh, next thing you know, it was seven. I think it was uh, no six, nothing after the first inning. We 10 run them. We didn't lose another game the rest of the year. We went from being two and seven to winning 12 straight games and winning the championship. Little things like that. Just, you know, you get the ball rolling a little bit uh, in the right direction. You know, things are going badly for the Steelers right now. Yeah, absolutely. But one, you know, one thing that happens here, one bounce of the ball, Mm -hmm. win a game. And that's mm-hmm. been the message. That's the message that Cam Hayward had. That's the message that TJ Watt had. That's the message that Mika Fitzpatrick had. Win a game, and things start to change. That, that it often does. I mean, and how many times, Dale, have you seen it just with the Steelers over the years, where you know you 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 struggle, you win a game, and all of a sudden you catch fire. I mean, Mika Fitzpatrick. Again, they were they were one and four with with Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges at quarterback two years ago, and then won seven of their next eight games. Seven of eight with De- with Devlin Hodges and Mason Rudolph at quarterback. And listen, <laughs> I, I I am I am one of the loudest people about things that Ben Roethlisberger needs to fix and when he makes mistakes and being honest about it. But even I'm like, listen, he it's not that hard to see him turning this around. These are and, fixable you know, things. He's right. Very fixable things. Like you, you, you look at the things it's like, man, if he just like, if he just looks over here, if he sees this, or if he just adjusts to this, or if, if he just puts a little more air on this ball here and trust there, the line a little bit more, trust the line. a little. That's, that's, the, gonna make that's the, that's the impetus for all of this. Chris mm-hmm. is his lack of trust in the line. So he's feeling like, okay, I got to get rid of the football in two seconds. So I'm re- I'm making my pre-snap read. And then that's where I'm going with the football. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to sit here in the pocket and hold the football because these guys aren't going to block for me. It, 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 and it's not just one guy that, that he feel, feels is going to break down. It's not okay. If it was just one guy, you could, you could, you know, swing protection, you know, to that side to help that guy or you'd replace him. Right. But it's not one guy. It's been a breakdown here or a breakdown there. They've all been, you know, culpable at one point or another. So he's getting rid of the football quickly based on what he sees on his pre-snap reads. If they can convince him, hey, Ben, we need you to hold it, stay, you know, hang in there just a little bit longer, you know, go through your progressions. We know you can do this. Uh, this will work. And, and if they can do that, you know, this, this could be a pretty good football team. Again, the offense right now isn't doing the defense any favors. You know, with, with so many right. three and outs, losing right. the field position battle, things of that nature. Um, you know, so it, it all plays off of each other. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm right with you on that. And Mike Tomlin talks about this so much. It's about complimentary football. Yep. You know, you know, it's just the timing of it, of, of, you know, the offense, you know, scoring right after the defense gets a stop or the defense getting a stop to get the ball to the offense right after they get back. Yeah. I, I actually thought, and this is, I think, you know, with all the problems the Steelers have had um, uh, with all the problems the Steelers have had, you know, with the, with the, with the offense and with the, with everything else. One of the biggest points I thought of the season was when they had that really good drive in the second quarter against the Bengals. 
and they, they moved the ball down the field. They finished. I think it was, I think it was a shovel pass to Juju and he gets in the end zone. And then the Bengals had an eight minute drive. They only got a field goal out of it, but it sucked away all of the rest of the time in the first half. And that offense didn't. And then they got the ball back at the start of the second half. The offense wasn't on the field for over an hour of actual time. And yeah, the I was same like, thing happened against the, against the, the, the uh, Packers, Packers last week. Right. Yeah, and they, those, they went about a, an hour of actual time without having the football. Yeah. That, yeah. You're, you're going to get a little stale when that happens. Right. <laughs> and, and this offense needs to find rhythm. That's not just something that's not hyperbole. That's not coach speak. That's that's reality. When you're not, when you're an offense, that's not been good when you've been bad and you're trying to put things together again, they've got talent. There's no one denies that, you know, Chase Claypool, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Pat Frymuth, all these guys, they've got the talent to succeed, but it's, it's, it's about coordination. It's about everyone being on the same page at the same time, and it's so hard to do that, which is why it's so hard to be in the NFL even when you are a supreme athlete. But that's what we're talking about when we're talking about coming together. That's why we think it takes time to do that. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so that's the whole point here is that organizational integrity is so important and why the Steelers aren't just – flipping the switch, having knee-jerk reactions, even when they're one and three and everyone's hey, Chris, doom and gloom. What's up? Why don't we take a break so I can beat you again in picks? First of all, you ain't beating me again in picks. <laughs> I, was, I was getting to the break, my man. We were just having a really good conversation there. Anyways, who, who lost their fantasy by this week? Huh? 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 You did? You did? Not me? I'm three and one, pal. That's funny. I, I'm yeah. two, I told you I'm walking you down just like I did last yeah. year. Good luck you, with that. You were talking about with that. With my I'll be four and one after this week. With thanks to my, my big league league baseball team. I told my guys to butt seven times. Yeah, I told you last year. And anyone that listened to this podcast, like, I was 0-4. My entire team was hurt. I said, damn. You were 0-4 because I'm you don't funny. know how to draft. And guess because what? you're a terrible and drafter. Guess, no, my so whole team was hurt last year. So you get the first waiver pick every week. And you know, again, this season is a. Who ended up with a better record last year, Dale? I, my team, my team got injured in the second oh, half. Oh, your team got injured. Apart. Oh, yeah. Oh, my team. Yeah, get out of here. My <laughs> team was hot to get out of there because I drafted well and you didn't. My team got hurt. That's fine. Well, we're not done. We'll be back in a minute right here. <laughs> your, your time's coming, Carter. Your time's coming. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Dale Lolly, my friend and co-host. We're still jabbing at each other over picks and or fantasy <coughs> football. It's just everything, really. Um, last week, Dale, what were our split? You need to do something. I, I record this show. I edit this show. I publish this show. I just need you to keep track of the picks. Just just, just keep down. What I did. I won and you lost. No, you don't know because what games <laughs> did we win and lose? You don't know. You just say that. <laughs> I won and you lost. It's pretty simple. He's silly. You are silly. Um, but I'm trying to look over these games. Now, I remember, if, if I remember correctly, you picked the Texans. I picked the Bills. Uh, no, <laughs> you don't believe so. I believe that was the other way around. You did pick the Vikings. You thought the Vikings would take the Browns. I, 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 remember, I remember that much because you thought they I were had the Vikings. Them. And they were close. They were close because I was, I was watching that game. I was like, ooh, that was, that was a close The one. winnable game. It was a, it was a winnable game. Um. But uh, with but when look when looking at those, listen, I, I again just 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 write it down. You 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 an older guy. You got pen and paper lying around somewhere. Write it down for me, man. Like help me out here. I'm trying to I'm trying to produce shows while I'm recording shows. Um, I don't need know. to write it down because I know I won. So I you I know, the only game that we know we split was Vi- was was Vikings Browns. I picked the Browns. You picked the Vikings. You lost last week. I won. Moving. No, you you had some other ones. You you had you had like Miami winning. I wait. Who did they even play? They played the Colts. I did not have Miami winning. You had Miami. When I, when I, uh, no, wait, wait. Did I? I did have Miami winning because Quentin Nelson. <laughs> went out. Never mind. I did switch. I take that back. All right, so we're one and one there. We're one. And, but you know, you had Miami <laughs> winning too because you saw that they were hurt up too. Get out of here with that. Anyway, someone who who pays attention to our podcast, please let us know who won. We, yes, Dale, please let Chris know exactly how wrong he is. Oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm All tired right. of doing it. Anyways, Jets at Falcons, one and three at one and three. Who cares? Game in London, nine thirty. No one needs to watch this game, but I, I, I want to go with the I want to go with the Falcons, but I'm going with the Jets. I, I don't know why. I just feel like something weird's going to happen this game. Zach Wilson's going to build off of stuff. They had a win last week. The Falcons are missing Calvin Ridley, I believe. Uh, that's both teams are really bad. This is going to come down to some stuff that no one can predict. I'm just going to pick the Jets on a coin flip. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They're hot. They're on fire. On Both fire those teams stink. One win. <laughs> Calvin, Calvin Ridley's, you know, if he, he, they just played a team that didn't have their top two wide receivers, and they, won, and, and they you know, despite Derrick Henry going for 150, they won that game. Jeez. So that was, that, that, was a, that was a bizarre game, by the way. Eagles, Panthers, Eagles one and three, Panthers three and one. I'm going with the Panthers. The fighting Matt rules are going to rain fire upon Philly. I'm going with Sex Panther by Odeon. That, you just got weird. Why'd you do that? You don't know what that means. No, you I see? don't. I don't. You're making these old references. That's not old. That's Anchorman. Come on. Oh, okay. I have. I, it's been a while since Anchorman. My bad. I, okay. You, you are right. It took me. I, I, I lost that one. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, you made that up. I just, I just assume this is just a, an old rock band joke from the, the 1960s that Dale's listening 50 to. 50 percent of the, 50 of the time, no. it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> three and one package of three and one Bengals. An interesting matchup here. Two teams, but one thing, Dale, that you always say: if a team it has a record that doesn't match up with what they're actually made up of, usually that comes back to bite them. I think that's what happened to the Bengals here. Packers are going to win this one on the road, though, and they'll advance to four and one. What say you? I'm going with the home team. I'm going to go Bengals. Don't you hear Alexander in that game? Uh, the Bengals have all three of their pass catchers back. Uh, it should be an interesting game. Um, that's a toss up, but I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. All right. There's our they first might play. The, they might be the best team in the AFC North. That's a crazy thing to say. If you had said it before the season started, everyone said you're drunk. Um, one and three Patriots at one and three Texans. I'm going with the Patriots. I know half their offensive line is missing, but come on, Davis Mills. I mean, he's just bad. Davis Mills is bad. This is this is what I'm talking about when people say Ben Roethlisberger is the worst quarterback in the league right now. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Davis Mills? Have it's, you Zach Wilson? I could I could run down the list here, guys, that he's better than. Yeah, it, that that's ridiculous. There's no question the Patriots win that one. Titans Jaguars. Listen, if the Titans lose to the Jets and the Jaguars in back to back weeks. <laughs> Mike Vrabel is just going to die of a heart attack. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's going to be the most embarrassing thing in the history of man, but I'm going with the Titans because they just can't lose this game. Titans defense stinks. It does. Really it's bad. awful, uh, which is surprising with Mike Vrabel there. Um, they get AJ Brown back this week. I think they will be better, uh, but you know, this is going to be closer than I think people think I'm going to go with the Titans against my, uh, somebody has to win the AFC South. Somebody has. Somebody has to. If the even if the Titans lose this game to fall to two and three, they'll still be leading the AFC South. That's crazy. The, the AFC South is the NFC East of this year. The winner might have six wins this year. That's that's insane. And it's a seventeen game season. It's seventeen games. They all stink. They all stink. But they're beat, Titans are definitely beating the Jaguars. I don't care what anyone says. Um, moving along, another sad game here. Zero four Lions at one and three Vikings. <sighs> I'm going with the Vikings. I don't, I, you know, I don't believe in any of the team, but the Vikings have been really close and had some sad losses. I think that Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook, even if he doesn't play Alex Madison, whoever, they're finding a way to put the blinds out of their misery. I think the Vikings have lost their three games by a combined 13 points. I'm going with the Vikings in this game. Battle of South Florida, Miami Dolphins at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Going with the Buccaneers, no way. I'm going to pick the the, the Dolphins. Two Dolphins will move the football in that game because because you know Tampa Bay, like Ross Cockrell, mm-hmm. is starting for Tampa Bay. Yeah, um, you know everybody talked about and trumpeted. Well, they got all twenty two of their starters back this year. Well, right now they're down about six of those guys, yeah. and they're all defensive players. Uh, but I'm going to go with the uh, with the Buccaneers at home. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, was going to say you try. They're going to they're going to blitz. They're going to blitz Jacoby Brissett getting off the bus. It's yeah, it's going to be it's going to be ridiculous. They're not going to be able to protect him. Good luck having Austin Jackson. The that, guy that they, by the way, is the worst offensive line in the league. Yeah, people think that's bad. Also, by the way, they've had like two first rounders and two second rounders on that line for all the you have to draft the offensive line first, guys. Uh, also, if you, you people who are still against the Mickey Fitzpatrick trade, they traded to the, the pick that they got for Mickey Fitzpatrick was Austin Jackson. He's been a joke at the offensive tackle position. Um, this is a this is an interesting game because these are two teams that are tough to figure out for the direction they're going. Two and two Saints at two and two Washington. I'm going with Washington because I like the way that Taylor Heineke's playing compared to Jameis Winston, and I think both have talented defenses. I'm gonna go with the team with the better quarterback and the, and the talented defense. 
Yeah, I'm pro. I guess I'm going to go Washington as well. They're at home. Um, two good defenses. Um, I, I I don't know Same. what the Saints are. See, exactly. I we no don't. I don't know who. I don't know who these teams are. They're just like, hey, okay. They could come out there and beat the, beat Washington thirty-two nothing, or they could lose thirty-two yep. nothing. I have no idea. And then the next week, we're still not going to know. <laughs> That's how crazy it is. All right. Now here's here's an interesting game that I'm sure a lot of Steelers fans will be watching at the four o'clock hour. Three and one Browns at three and one Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert's got something for him. Uh, the Browns. I mean, as bad as Baker Mayfield looked last week, I, I you know I, I like you've said before, this team is this team that team is a bunch of front runners. They need to have a lead. I don't think Justin Herbert gives them the chance to have that lead. I think he he dices up their defense a lot better than Kirk Cousins could. And uh, that puts Baker Mayfield in a position where he's got to throw the ball or whoever they have it back in their quarterback in this game. And it's not going to be good, whether it's Case Keenum or him going with the, with Los Angeles. Yeah. And, and, you know, Baker Mayfield will be wearing Joey Bosa. Yeah, basically. Uh, that entire game. So I'm going with the, the Chargers as well. Yeah. So I'll take uh, Dallas. They're playing well. Now, this is a potential game of the week here. Three and one Bills, two and two Chiefs. I'm going with the Bills. I like the way their defense has played. I like the way they've been getting after it. I think this is going to end up being a shootout, but I think this is the one where the Bills, they get one up on the Chiefs. Yeah, I, you know, the Bills were my pick to uh, win the AFC this year. I'm sticking with that. I think their pass rush will give uh, give Kansas City some problems, and their defense is better. But be careful here. No Matt Milano in this game for the, for Buffalo. Uh, that could change some things here, but I'm going to go with uh, with Buffalo. They've been a red-hot team. Two shout-outs they pitched already this year. Yes, they have. They, they've been playing very well. We'll see that play Sunday night. Monday night football, Colts at Ravens. I mean, listen, I know the Colts won last week, but they can't win this week, right? I'm going with No, nah, I'll take the Ravens. All right. Now the big game, of course, everyone wants to talk about 3-1 and one at Broncos at 1-3 and three Steelers. Dale. I'm going with the Steelers on this one. I've picked against the Steelers a couple times this year, but I'm going with them this time. I think that even if Teddy Bridgewater plays, this is a game where the defense can get after them, can create some problems. I know Teddy Bridgewater has been protecting the football, but this is a game where I think there's a, something in the Steelers offense that wakes up enough to give them a lead and the defense is able to create some turnovers and turn this season around. What say you? There's an old theory in gambling that you always bet against a concussed quarterback. Right, quarterback coming back off of a concussion. That's an old theory in gambling. Oh, yes, um, because they just don't process things as well, as quickly as they should, um, you know, that first game back. So I think Teddy Bridgewater may throw one or two to the other team this week. I'm taking the Steelers to win 23-16. That's pretty simple there. Uh, pretty simple met there. I, I, agree, I agree with you there. Wow, Dale, we had some splits there. Please write them down because we need <laughs> we need to remember what the, you know, what our picks are. But Dale, thanks so much for doing this as always on the, the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. And Chris Carter, you can find this podcast anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Check us out with all the other DK Pittsburgh Sports.com podcasts. We'll be back in the years next weekend, checking you out and getting you ready for the next Pittsburgh Steelers football game.